What's Shake and Fire Nation? JLD here for the income report for September 2019. This is going to be our second and last income report that we are reporting from the road. This is Kate and I's, I'd say, day 74 of our 90-day world trek. Let's see this go from Orlando to Vegas to Toronto to Fiji to Latvia to Poland to five different places in France before we finally make our way home on October 26th back to the lovely paradise island of Puerto Rico, the island of enchantment. Uh, But we are enjoying the heck out of our annual fall trip. And this has been quite a trek. We're going to talk quite a bit about it, actually, this income report, because that's essentially all we're doing is enjoying this world trek. You might hear some honks and horns in the background, some glass being shattered in the background as well as people are picking out different kinds of recycling and doing all their thing. But basically, we are in a lovely little Airbnb coming at you from Annecy, France. And we're going to talk a little bit about that in our next income report because it's currently October. And this is all about September's income report slash journeys at a glance. Real quick before we dive into the meat and potatoes of this episode, let me break down our income. Gross income for September was $140,000 with total expenses almost $33,000 for a net profit of $107,708. So we maintained a six-figure net profit for the entire month of September while on the road for the entirety of that month. It was a $12,000 drop from the month before in August, but our percentage of net profit to overall gross revenue was 77%. So another great number coming at us on keeping the money that we make. In Fire Nation, today we're going to be talking about Fiji. We're going to be talking about an amazing time we had with Tony Robbins, Dean Graciosi, Russell Brunson, and some other people that uh, were part of our incredible Fijian experience, not to mention our time in Latvia and Poland. But first off, let's get into Josh Bowerly's monthly tax tip. He's going to break it down for us. So Josh, without any further ado, take it away. So John, I know Fire Nation is all about the benefits of entrepreneurship. And you know I'm all about those benefits as well. All right, we talk about it each and every month on these podcasts. It's amazing. I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. But let me talk just briefly about one of the big benefits of being an employee right, for working for another company. If you are an employee of a relatively large business or bigger, chances are you have access to some type of employer-sponsored retirement plan, such as a 401k, a 403b, uh, the military has their own plan, whatever one it is, if it's a big company, even, even a lot of times smaller companies, they have a retirement plan that they allow their employees to cri- contribute into. On top of that, there's a good chance your company is going to match a portion of what you contribute. Okay, so your company may say you can contribute your own money, all right, you can contribute a portion of your own salary into that retirement plan, and we will match that up to, say, 5%, 2%, 8%, whatever it is. They're giving you free money and matching a portion of that. On top of that, the employer is going to pay for the cost of that plan, they're going to deal with the paperwork involved with that plan, and they're just going to deal with all the other headaches that are involved, and there can be headaches. So 
Yes, entrepreneurship is fantastic. I'm sure most people in a second would trade their job for owning their own business. But when we talk about the pros and cons, this is one of the cons, right? The employer, if you're an employee, handles the retirement plan. When you own your own business, you're on your own when it comes to those retirement savings. So the bad news with that is you do have to spend the time and money to get a retirement plan set up yourself. No one's going to do it for you. It's not just sitting there when you start your job ready to contribute to. You have to handle it. The good news, though, is that you have the option to set things up significantly better than any employer ever could for you. Because if you own your own business, right, you can do, there's, there's several different plans you can choose from, and it's all up to you. All right, so if you own your own business, if you don't have access to that employer plan, I'm going to go through a quick rundown of what some of your options are. And there's even options beyond this. I'm going to say this, repeat this a few times throughout this. Talk to a qualified financial advisor. Talk about what the best option is for you. All right, so the first thing everyone has access to, whether you're an employee or an employer, is called an IRA, which simply stands for an individual retirement account. And you are allowed to contribute up to $6,000 per year, $7,000 if you're 50 or older. And they're very easy to set up. You can call up Vanguard or Fidelity or any of the, the bigger companies, even smaller companies if you know someone there. Very easy, easy to set up. You can probably do it right over the phone, quick and easy. All right, you just take your own money, you contribute up to that $6,000 per year into it, and it's done. You can invest it in whatever option, investing options they give you. Um, the bigger the company, the more options you have. But quick, easy, done. And within those IRAs, there's two options, right? You can be a traditional IRA, which means that if you meet the requirements, you can take a tax deduction for anything you contribute. So if you contribute the full $6,000 and you meet the income and other uh, eligibility items, you can deduct that $6,000 from your income and not pay taxes on it. Or you can choose the Roth IRA. And if you meet the income limits to contribute to a Roth IRA, that doesn't give you any tax advantage now, but when you pull it out in retirement, 20, 30, 40, 50 years down the line, you will pay no taxes on all the earnings. Okay, and I mean, if, imagine, look at the stock market, let's say it grows an average of 8% for year, per year, you keep it in there for 40 years, all of those earnings come out tax-free. So I've seen people pull out $200,000, $300,000, $500,000 in earnings and pay zero taxes on them with a Roth IRA. So that can be an incredible tool as well. Which one's best for you? I'm going to say it again. Talk to a financial advisor. There's very serious pros and cons for each one. Very, very generally speaking, the younger you are, the more sense the Roth IRA makes because there's more time for those earnings to grow and there's more advantage to not paying taxes on the earnings. Right? But again, talk to somebody about this. The next tier up from an IRA, though, is it's called a SEP IRA or there's a 401k. And this is for people who have a business. It's a plan within their business, very similar to an employer 401k. Okay, So if your business is starting to make a, a pretty serious profit and you have money left over that you, that you can invest with, it's definitely time to consider starting one of these retirement accounts within your business. Right? And when you come to setting one of those up, there are there's three, four, five different options that you can do. My two favorites, the one that most people are choosing from is a SEP IRA or a 401k. And both of these options are going to allow you to potentially contribute up to $56,000 per year, which is also going to reduce your taxable income by the same amount. Okay, so you put $56,000 in, you write $56,000 off of your taxable income. So it could save you $10,000, dollars $20,000 in taxes, depending on what tax bracket you're in. 
huge, huge opportunity. On top of that, it's going to grow tax-free until you pull it out in retirement. Okay, so you're going to pay taxes at the end, but the fact that it grows without you paying taxes in the moment allows it to grow even faster. And people talk about tax, quote unquote, tax shelters. This is one of the best and only tax shelters there are out there. When our clients ask us, what can we do to save money on taxes? The first thing we're going to point to is, do you have a SEP IRA or a 401k? Now, there are a lot of factors here that can determine what you can contribute, right? It's not just everyone can contribute $56,000. There's formulas uses to, to do to see how much you can contribute. 56000 is the absolute max. And some of the things that determine not only how much you can contribute, but which plan would be best for you is how much your business is making, what type of entity you are, and if you have employees outside of yourself. All of those things can drastically change how much you can contribute, how much you'd want to contribute, and what type of plan you should choose. So I'll I'll say it one more time. Do not set one of these up without talking to a qualified financial advisor and also your tax advisor. Both are going to be very important in making the proper decision here. So not having access to a quick and easy employer-sponsored retirement plan like employees do, it can feel like a pain. It's I know it's something that, that some people hold off on, on, on jumping full go into entrepreneurship for. They want access to that plan. But in the end, if you do things properly, if you talk to the right people and set this up properly, you can end up in far better shape while owning your own business by setting up one of these plans. All right. Again, talk to a professional, do things the right way. But don't let this scare you off from, from, from going into entrepreneurship, right? There are options out there and potentially much better options in, than you already have access to within your employer. So as always, people can reach out to us directly, uh, josh at cponfire.com. They can check out our website. Plenty of free options there, free info there for, for people to take advantage of, cponfire.com. And we'll see you next month. Josh, thanks as always for rocking the mic and Fire Nation. Definitely check out cpaonfire.com for all of your entrepreneurial accounting needs. Now we're going to be moving on to David Lizerbram's legal tip of the month, which is five things that belong in a sponsorship agreement. These are things that are definitely in all of our sponsorship agreements. So David, take it away. Okay, today we're going to talk about five things that belong in a sponsorship agreement. Sponsorships are a common form of advertisement on social media as well as new media like podcasts and video streams. A sponsor is a person or company who pays to support someone else and receives something in return, like the right to a podcast advertisement. Anyone who is or works with a sponsor should have a written agreement or contract that describes the terms of the business relationship. So here I'm going to identify the top five things that belong in a sponsorship agreement. Now, we've talked in the past on previous income reports about the rules for advertisements on social media and elsewhere online. Those same rules apply, so be sure that you're aware of the rules and laws that govern advertisements. A sponsorship is just a type of advertisement, so don't assume that the rules don't apply to a sponsorship-type arrangement. Okay, so here are the five things that belong in a sponsorship agreement. Number one, the term which is when the sponsorship begins and ends. Is the sponsorship agreement for a certain amount of time or a certain number of podcasts or video streams, or is it ongoing until one party terminates the agreement? Number two, compensation. How much is the sponsor paying? When is payment due? Is payment contingent on some type of factor, such as the number of sponsors' products that are sold as a result of the sponsorship? 
Number three, materials. Is the sponsor providing free or discounted products or materials? How many and how can they be used? Can they be resold? Number four, intellectual property. Who has the right to use each party's trademarks, such as logos, brand names, and taglines? Who owns the copyright to any unique content that is created as part of the sponsorship, such as the audio or video for an advertisement? And number five, exclusivity. Is either party prevented from entering into a similar agreement with someone else during the term of the sponsorship agreement? For example, the sponsor may want to be the sole advertiser on a social media channel, or they may want to ensure that even if there are other sponsors, none of them are in a competing business during the term of the sponsorship agreement. So just to review, the five things that belong in a sponsorship agreement are, number one, the term, number two, compensation, number three, materials, number four, intellectual property, and number five, exclusivity. Now, of course, sponsorship agreements are business contracts, so they should also include the types of clauses that appear in most other contracts, such as jurisdiction, which means where a dispute will be heard, dispute resolution, which would identify how the dispute will be resolved, for example, through arbitration, litigation, or some other means, how the contract can be terminated, and so on. Some people call this the boilerplate, but it's important stuff, and it should be in a sponsorship agreement just like any other contract. And, of course, this is not an exclusive list, but it's a good start to get you thinking about how to put together a strong and effective sponsorship agreement. So if you have questions about how best to protect your business against unforeseen risks, please feel free to contact me at lizerbramlaw.com. That's L-I-Z-E-R-B-R-A-M-L-A-W.com. There's only one David Lizerbram, so if you type it into Google and get even close, you're going to find me, and I look forward to speaking with you. Thanks a lot. Bye. David, way to rock the mic, brother. Much appreciated in Fire Nation. If you have legal needs, please check out my man, David Lizerbram. And now we're going to move on to what went down in September. And it has been way too many minutes in this bonus income report without hearing from the lovely Kate Lynn Erickson. So I'm just going to pass the mic on over to her so she can talk about the mastermind that we did with Tony Robbins. What's up, Fire Nation? Thanks so much for joining us for another income report this September 2019. And you can check out the notes, show notes, or blog posts, whatever you want to call it, the actual income report, where we have tons of pictures and a couple of really cool videos from our travels that I think you'll definitely want to check out. So Just a quick reminder before I dive into talking about our mastermind in Fiji and what we've been up to in September, that you can get all of that over at eofire.com forward slash income 73, the number 73. That means 73 income reports. Wow, that's a lot of income reports. Um, So yes, mastermind with Tony Robbins Uh, is not every day that you get an invite to join Tony Robbins, Dean Graciosi, Russell Brunson, and nine other incredible entrepreneurs at Namali Resort in Fiji. Am I right? Yes. Which is why when we did receive that invite, we kind of made a few changes to make it happen. Of course. 
As you know, Fire Nation, we are in the midst of a 90-day world adventure, which John recapped at the beginning of this income report, which we'll be talking a bit more about in a few minutes. Um, but this trip that we're on right now, we've been planning this since January. So we had our planes booked, our trains booked, our Airbnbs booked. We do not use a travel agent. We book everything ourselves. We do all of the research ourselves. And when we received this invite to attend this mastermind in Fiji, um, we were actually supposed to be in Russia during that time. Now, I'm going to talk about how we managed to receive this invite in just a second. But first, I want to talk about a couple of the changes that we made to our itinerary in order to make this happen. So when we found out our opportunity to join this crew in Fiji was going to require a few changes. We obviously jumped at the opportunity. This was a maybe once in a lifetime opportunity for us. Um, so from August 29th to September 14th, we were meant to be in Russia visiting Moscow and St. Petersburg. And when we got the invite for the Tony Robbins mastermind, that was scheduled for September 12th through the 16th. So we did some pretty creative updates and decided that the smoothest swap would be for us to basically cut out Russia and exchange it for Fiji and then just continue our trip on after that. But back to the invite, and that's actually what we did. We just cut Russia out of our trip. Instead, we went to Fiji for two and a half weeks, um, which we will definitely be talking about. But how the heck did we get invited to join Tony Robbins, Dean Graciosi, Russell Brunson, and nine other incredible entrepreneurs in Fiji, you ask? <laughs> well, it started back in February 2019 when we teamed up with Tony and Dean to promote their new online course, Knowledge Business Blueprint. Perhaps you've heard of Knowledge Business B Blueprint before. We've talked about it loads because we are so incredibly impressed with the program. And Tony and Dean created KBB to help others learn how to start and successfully run their own mastermind even if you don't feel like you are an expert. Now, John and I have both been through this course. And in fact, I'm on my second round of watching the video tutorials. And Fire Nation, it is some of the best content I have ever consumed online. It is so good. So it was a complete no-brainer to share the opportunity to join in the first round with you, Fire Nation, because of how much we believe in this program and because of what it, how it teaches what has been so impactful for us in our business. So as a result of sharing Knowledge Business Blueprint with you and putting together a pretty killer bonus experience for those who joined through our affiliate link, we took sixth place out of over 1,000 affiliates. Now, if you're not super familiar with high-level affiliate programs, we actually broke this down in depth a couple of months ago on one of our income reports, but they typically offer prizes, and this affiliate launch was no different. The prize for the top 10 affiliate partners was to be a part of this mastermind in Fiji with Tony Robbins, with Dean Graciosi, with Russell Brunson, and with the nine other amazing affiliate partners. Fire Nation, we are so grateful that we get to share these experiences and these lessons with you, and we want to take this opportunity to thank you for placing your trust in us, not only when it comes to you deciding what content to consume or whether to tune into one of our income reports, the Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast, the Kate's Take podcast, our blog posts, but 
Also, when it comes to making decisions around investing in online courses like Knowledge Business Blueprint, we super appreciate and we do not take your trust lightly. Now, again, this is one of the best courses we've ever ever consumed online. And if you want to learn more about how you can create a business filled with freedom and impact by sharing what you already know with an audience who wants and needs it, then you should definitely check out the training that Tony and Dean have put together. It's so value-packed. And during this free masterclass, you will learn how to extract a skill, expertise, or passion that you have and get people excited to pay you for it. You will also learn the secret Tony and Dean both used to get started before they were considered experts. You will learn how to confidently start faster than you ever imagined was possible and so, so, so much more. So if you want to sign up for this free masterclass, eofire.com forward slash KBB, we urge you to take advantage of this unique opportunity to learn from some of the best and brightest in this space. So, John, now that Fire Nation knows how we received our invite to join Tony, Dean, Russell, and nine other incredible entrepreneurs, do you want to give them a little insight into our trip? Yeah, I'll talk about the fun stuff, and that was the fact that we got to go to Namali, which is Tony Robbins' private resort on one of the bigger islands in all of Fiji, and it was an incredible experience. From the minute you get there, you are just taken care of all the way through. And I know that both myself and Kate just truly appreciated and loved the warmth, the hospitality, uh, the quality of the food was really next level as well. And also the quality of the people there. I mean, we've already mentioned Tony Dean Russell a couple times, but let's talk about the other people that were there. Jenna Kucher and her hubby, Drew, Stephen James and his wife, Tatiana, Brian Delaney with Nick Unsworth, along with Nick's wife, Megan, Billy Jean was in the house, Lewis Howes with his head of marketing, Matt, Evan Pagan's partner, James, and Joel Marion's partner, Josh. I mean, just think of what that dinner table looked like each and every night, Fire Nation, when it was the 10 of us plus Tony, Dean, and Russell. It was absolutely outstanding to just spend incredible quality time with them. Now, to be clear, we definitely were there for a quote-unquote mastermind with Tony Robbins, which we did for five hours. It was an incredible five-hour experience with Tony going through, talking to each one of us, asking us what we were struggling with, giving his advice, his thoughts, his ideas, and it was quite a session. But the vast majority of the time was taking runs in the morning with Lewis and Matt to the waterfall, was going scuba diving with uh, Drew Kucher and some other awesome people as well, was just hanging out and chatting with people, going for walks on the beach, hanging out in the hot tub in the spa. I mean, there was so much quality time that was spent with just amazing people that it always goes back to something that I say over and over again. You need to surround yourself with the right people because you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Let me tell you, my average has maybe never been better in the 39 years of my life than it was over these four days in Namali. I mean, it was absolutely outstanding. One major reason you have to get over to eofire.com slash income 73 is because Kate has linked up two videos where we both individually climbed a 60-foot 
pole. And when I say climb the 60-foot pole, I mean, there's just little spikes coming out of these poles where you are climbing up hand over hand to the top of this thing, then balancing on the top of this very small platform, and then you are jumping off the 60-foot pole. Yes, you're harnessed in, of course, but you're jumping off the pole trying to catch this trapeze bar. Thank you, Kate. (laughs) That's just hanging out there. And you'll see that, uh, spoiler alert, neither Kate nor I successfully grabbed the trapeze bar, but it wasn't for a lack of trying. So eofire.com slash income 73. Watch both of those videos. It was one of Tony Robbins, um, big kind of group building, confidence building events that he has everybody go through that visits Namali. And it was quite an amazing experience. Uh, Again, we have some great pictures of the whole crew. Myself standing next to Tony Robbins. You know, I look like a little elf munchkin. He's a pretty big dude. And I say that by meaning he's tall (laughs) and in very good shape. So it was a, a really incredible time. Amazing pictures of the resort of the two weeks we spent at a really incredible place on the Fijian coast before we even um, went to Namali because we were just enjoying Fiji prior to Namali starting and so much more. So, so many great memories, so many great pictures. Definitely check it out. And as I mentioned, we got a lot of work in. We got a lot of quote-unquote masterminding in, but we were really looking at enjoying ourselves, R&R, scuba diving, exercising, having fun, doing our thing. And guess what? Most people after those four days in the Mali, just went back to their lives and got right back into the thick of things where myself and Kate got on a 46-hour flight that went from Fiji to LA, LA to London, London to Amsterdam, Amsterdam to Riga, Latvia, and wow, we were really happy to be crawling into our beds after those 46 hours in Riga, Latvia to enjoy a well-deserved sleep that wasn't in an inclined position. So a lot of lot of uh, great times back in Fiji, but now we kind of are moving forward in our travel on fire trek to Riga, Latvia, which was our first stop after Fiji. And Riga was an interesting place. You know, basically I found it because I Googled most underrated awesome towns in Eastern Europe. And that's how I got Riga, Latvia. That's how I got Krakow, Poland. And honestly, that's where I read a lot about Moscow and St. Petersburg, which are both considered pretty underrated gems in the Eastern European block. So it was a uh, great start to our trip. Riga is just a very, very cute town right off the coast of the Baltic Sea. Um, It's down a little ways from the sea, down this very big river called the Danwave, I believe. I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, but it's a big river. And the town itself was a very old medieval walled fortress town with so much cool architecture, very, very small. We really feel like we got to know it within a day or two, which was cool because we needed some rest and relaxation after that 46-hour flight. So we were just very A-OK with just exploring the town, seeing all of its greatness. Then we moved on to Krakow, Poland, which was a much bigger version of Riga. In fact, I'd actually would say a better way to describe it is a slightly smaller version 
of Prague. And that was a really cool place. There's just a huge wall town with some beautiful castles and structures. And we took a, a ton of great walks as we went through there. And both of our Airbnbs were really well placed, like right inside the old town. So it was super cool to have all of those experiences before we took off at the end of the month for Paris, France to start what is the last month of our 90-day trek, the month of October, at five different places in France, which we'll get into more detail in our next income report. So I won't spend any time on it there. I'm going to pass the mic over to Kate for a second to fill in any gaps that I had from Fiji, Riga, and Krakow before I give you the income breakdown. I absolutely 100% agree with you, John, that some of the best and brightest moments from Fiji were absolutely the time that we were able to spend with the incredible group of people there. Holy cow. So many times I just stopped and looked around the room and thought how lucky and grateful I was to be in a room with those people. The relationships that we forged and everything just really, really incredible. And our journeys have continued to be so amazing. And I want to give a shout out to a few people who have really helped us along our journey too. Like when we were in Riga, Latvia, I connected with Lauren Davis and she gave us tons of great tips. Her family's actually from Latvia. So she had a lot of amazing recommendations for us. Thank you so much, Lauren. And in Krakow, Poland, um, we got to talk to our great friends, Randy and Alicia, who gave us tons of tips. Um, Randy's actually from Poland and they traveled there once a year. So they had a lot of great recommendations for us. In Paris, we were able to meet up with our, now I feel like I can call her a travel buddy, Christine. And she showed us around Paris for the day, which was absolutely awesome. Holly, one of our um, actually KBB masterminders, reached out to us and gave us a lot of great tips on Paris as well. So just wanted to give a shout out to a few people who have, you know, extended their recommendations, which has been really awesome. And if you want to stay up to date with our travels, kind of check out, get a little behind the scenes of where we are and what we're doing, we are posting on the regular on Instagram. Our stories, uh, I will say, have been pretty amazing. <laughs> if I if I have to say so myself, I will. Um, I am Kate L. Erickson on Instagram, and John is John Lee Dumas on Instagram. So if you want to get a little more day-to-day insight into what we're up to, the museums, the castles, the walks, the bike rides, the scooter rides... Um, all the great food. Oh my gosh, we're eating so much great food. Definitely hit us up on Instagram because we are keeping you up to date right there. All right. And now it is time for our much awaited September 2019 income breakdown. Our product and service income was $113,000 for the month of September. Uh, To get into that a little bit, we did a total of 531 journal sales for the month of September. So we rocked it out for just under $14,000 in revenue. The Freedom Journal did 201, but the Podcast Journal did 202 winning for the second month in a row. The Mastery Journal came in a distant third place at 123. Still respectable, but distant. Podcasters Paradise brought in $25,000 as we welcomed 34 new members to our 220 monthly recurring members. Real Revenue brought in $450. 
podcast sponsorship revenue was $73,000, continuing to be one of the biggest slices of our income pie. Uh, our affiliate revenue was kind of down the month for this month. We are down to $27,000. And we did 17187 with ClickFunnels. We did 1500 with Create Awesome Online Courses. $1,898 with the Ask Method with Ryan Levesque. And guys, by the way, something you should check out, closersonfire.com. Just head over to closersonfire.com. Check out what Dan Locke created over there. That is a funnel that's converting for sure. Closersonfire.com. We did just under $2,000 in revenue from that. So our total gross income for September was $140,000. We kept our business expenses at a very, very lean 27K for a net profit of $107,708. Again, with that percentage of net revenue to gross revenue being 77%, meaning that we are actually keeping most of the money that we make, which is what it's all about, Fire Nation, running a lean, mean, profit machine of a business. So I'm going to pass it over to Kate, who's going to take us all the way home with her biggest lesson learned, focus on what you want. All right, Fire Nation. So I know a lot of you are probably like, what the heck? We want to know about those lessons learned from your time with Tony Robbins. And don't you worry, we will be sharing those in detail And to be honest, I'm still processing a lot of those, but I will be creating a specific post fully dedicated to lessons learned from Tony Robbins, from Dean Graciosi, from Russell Brunson, from the other incredible entrepreneurs that we spent time with in Fiji. And I'm going to touch on one of those right now. Biggest lesson learned for September 2019, focus on what you want. So as a motivated, driven individual, you know what it's like to want to learn and experience new things and try new things. And with social media and our access to endless on-demand content, it's easy to get caught up in the latest and greatest. I totally get that. Whether it be a new tool, a new strategy, a new business idea, a lot of shiny objects out there. (laughs) But something that I've learned over the past several years, and specifically again this month after spending time in Fiji with a group of incredibly driven individuals, is that 99% of the time you don't need that new tool or that new strategy or that new business idea to accomplish what you truly want. Sometimes we don't give our own desires enough weight or we stray from what we set out to accomplish because we let someone else's opinions, someone else's thoughts, or someone else's input get in the way. Now, don't get me wrong. It is great to get input and recommendations from others. And that input and those recommendations should definitely make you think. But it shouldn't ever push you off course of what it is you know you want in your life, in your business, for your family, or for you personally. So definitely take it all in, consume as much content and accept as many pieces of input and recommendations as you want, but don't let that noise carry you away from your true north. If you know what it is that you truly want, go after it.